Starshines, welcome back to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. This is going to be a really amazing episode because we're going to be talking about pranic healing. And you might have heard me talk about pranic healing a little bit, but I definitely don't know as much as our next guest, Jen Rossi. So you might actually know her as the owner and founder of The Mind's Eye, where I used to do readings and classes and other events. She is quite an amazing amazing guru and I needed to have her on to talk to us about pranic healing just because a lot of us are awakening up to our abilities including our healing abilities and right now Reiki is all over the place but there are some other options and pranic healing is one of the options that I would love for you to try in fact they're actually having a class this weekend I believe it is I will put the information in the show notes because then you can get even get started this week with your pranic healing journey I've actually taken in the pranic healing class and I mean it is so amazing it is really truly amazing in fact it was really funny because me and Jen were talking after we, you know, recorded this podcast and we got to talking about nosebleeds and, you know, eye stigmatisms and things like that. And the very next day, my son has a nosebleed and he has like a lot of nosebleeds and they last kind of a while. Well, I decided to get out my pranic healing cookbook and I did the bleeding protocol, the nose bleeding protocol, and believe it or not, it was like as soon as I was done doing it, his nosebleed stopped. And it's just like, wow, I think that that really showed my son too, that there is definitely more than what meets the eye. So as before I go on to our conversation with Jen, I want to tell you a little bit about her. So she actually has dedicated the last 10 years, maybe even longer now, for helping her clients from all walks of life make pivotal changes in their business as well as their personal lives. And she actually travels around Michigan teaching and consulting individuals, even small businesses, and she actually teaches pranic healing all over the place. She is one of the few that can actually teach this. She also has a background in AccuDetox, yoga instruction, um, instruction, counseling, hypnosis, and also other alternative modalities. And she just really, really loves to help people. She is one of them that has such a big, giant heart. And if you don't know her and love her already, I know you will by the end of this conversation. All right, so let's just get to it because I'm so excited to bring you all sorts of information about the world of pranic healing. And just to let you know, there are a couple of audio issues that I wasn't able to tweak perfectly, so excuse that. And all of the links that we talk about today will be in the show notes. All right, let's get started. Hi, Jen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Heather, I'm so happy to be here. This oh. is awesome. <laughs> I know. I feel like we're kindred spirits getting together again. Yeah. And it's just, you know, seeing you and talking with you because we've talked a little bit before we started this conversation, but it's just like, I don't know why, but you're just one of those people that have profoundly changed my life and touched my life. And I know that at the mind's eye with all those people that have came and went, you also touched there. So it's really like an honor to be interviewing you today. So, oh, thank you so much. You know, I, I so miss standing behind that counter and talking to people and, you know, helping them picking out what, what stones they want to get, or, you know, just seeing the joy and saying, oh, I like that one. And then reading the meaning and saying, oh my gosh, I so need that. 
or, you know, coming in and just taking that deep breath and just totally relaxing or even just having a good time at a meditation, a good experience. Yeah, I miss it a lot. Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) Who knows what it's going to lead to? You know what, though? I just have to bring up the story really quick. Do you remember the time? I think I connected to your mom in spirit and your mom said something about you eating right and then showed me a koala and then you went and grabbed a book. And you, you came running into the room and you were like, apparently on the koala said, you know, it was symbolism for eating, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like little little things like that. I absolutely love it. And if (laughs) anyone is wondering, you know, why my readings are so amazing, Jen is one of those ones to thank because she actually took me underneath her wing. She doesn't even probably know it, but, um, she like really encouraged me to create an experience, um, for those who come and see me. And she had a lot of faith in me. And I don't actually remember this, but you are the one that tried to push me out into like gallery mediumship. And of course I've grown so much since then, but thank you for trying to push me out of my comfort zone. (laughs) Yeah. You know what you you're welcome. And I, I just, when I opened that store, I just wanted to help as many talented people as I could, because I knew uh, looking back if I could open up a store, you guys with lots of talent could get out there and do your thing. I tell you, it was just so important. A tremendous amount of talent that I've met through this store. It was just amazing. Just amazing. And I, I get so excited when, you know, I, I see on Facebook, oh, you know, so-and-so opened up their own store or so-and-so is now doing this or so-and-so is now teaching classes and doing this. It really, I, I just get so, I just, I get emotional and grateful. It's just phenomenal. So it's good. It's good. (laughs) That's how I see it. I see it as like their little caterpillars growing into butterflies. And then I'm just like, oh, look at all the butterflies. Oh, and I, the mind's eye was just a little stepping stone. I, I, I love that about that place. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you another story and I think the listeners will absolutely love this because, you know, I think it shows that you don't know how many people's lives that you truly touch because who do you really keep in touch with? You don't keep in touch with every single person that you met. And I know we're talking about pranic healing today. And then you encouraged me to become a pranic healer. And Mm -hmm. so what I did was I tried to encourage other people to get into pranic healing as well, to even take the class with me. And Mm -hmm. one of the women actually did attend class with me and I Uh didn't think anything of it until I am seeing her at different psychic fairs and holistic fairs all across everywhere. And that's all she's doing is pranic healing now. And it's like, wow, you know, we were the stepping stones for her, but it wasn't even about her. I walked into another holistic place and there she was, but then all these other people from like the mind's eye and everywhere is just, they're doing readings. They're opening up jewelry businesses. It's like, oh my gosh the ripple effect that we have on people and everyone's like looking at me and they're like, Oh, Heather, I'm not, I'm only here because of you. And it's like, Oh, that's amazing. But then again, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you, Jen. And I wouldn't be, you know, connecting with all these people and changing their lives. If you wouldn't have hired me at the mind's eye and allowed me to do my thing. Wow. I did not know this. Isn't that so amazing? (laughs) It's amazing. It is. I think that everyone that's listening, it's just like, yeah, you know what? You had that one person that was your stepping stone, but then there's always someone behind them that is their stepping stone. So just Mm -hmm. keep on moving and keep on growing. And just knowing that the things that you're doing are making an impact, whether you realize it or not, you know, you may never realize that impact that you have on people. (sighs) I love it. It's getting good already. (laughs) 
<laughs> so now, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be straightforward. The reason why I really, really wanted to talk to you today, and I really wanted you to talk to our audience about pranic healing, because like mm-hmm. no one has heard of like pranic healing. Well, a lot of people have. It's growing. It's getting really, really big, but I'm still seeing so much Reiki out there. But yeah. before we get into what pranic healing is, can you tell me like how you got into it? Well, um, back in two, 2009, um, I had just made the decision and that's, this is another story, how I even opened up the mind's eye. That's, that's a very long story and it's a good one. So that's for later, later talk. But I realized I was very aware that, um, there was an energy component that is very important to alternative therapies. So you can have, you know, your acupuncture, your massage, your yoga, you know, all these, all these really good therapies that help people um, physically, um, you know, deal with ailments of the body. But sometimes we have what is called, or what's the stuck energy, stagnant energy, diseased energy, um, trapped energy within our body that allow or that kind of anchors us in place. So as I sought out different modalities, um, I found that I had taken Reiki twice. And for me, it was, I wanted to bring something to the public that was very comprehensive, that was easy to understand, that you didn't have to read um, Alice Bailey or any other esoteric text to understand it. Um, So I had taken Reiki and that seemed a little bit too spiritual for me at the time. I looked into quantum touch. um, And again, that was kind of on the fringe. You kind of had to have some background. Again, I'm I'm looking for simplicity because if you remember 2009, you know, with the housing market and everything, people were out of work. They needed help now. I couldn't come in and say, you know, let's just you know, just think of it and it'll be okay. I I needed something very, um, you know, easy to understand by, you know, all walks of life. So then, then that turned my focus to healing touch. But then again, I realized that was in the hospital at the time too. But again, that was very sterile. That was from a real clinical approach. And we all know, man, we get our inspiration. We get that creativity from the divine. So that, and we get healing, love, we, you got to incorporate that. And it was at that time where Rose Fritch, she's the Michigan organizer for chronic healing, came in the store. She had a book from that Master Co had written, Your Hands Could Heal You. And um, she put it on the counter and said, you know, can we have an intro here? I'd never heard of chronic healing. I said, yeah, you know, I kind of flipped through the book. Well, that book went home and sat on my counter, you know, and the, the intro was scheduled for two weeks later and was it two or maybe three weeks later so it kind of dropped out of my mind um until i was steam cleaning my floor with one of those sharp cleaners and um out where we used to live we had well water and the head of the mop had gotten corroded with um, some calcification so i knew i unplugged it because when i was going to pop that mop head off it was going to steam and you know i wanted to kind of be out of the way well, I tried grabbing it with a towel, but it ended up getting in between my two fingers anyways, created this huge blister, you know, the steam shot out. And um, I was like, oh my gosh. So I ran to the sink, threw on the water, put my hand underneath there. And I just happened to glance over on our high counter and I saw the spine of the book. So I pulled it out, 
flipped to the burn protocol. Within three minutes, I had no pain. Within, I think, a half hour, the blister was completely gone. And I thought, holy cow, what is this? And with my Reiki training, I could kind of follow along um, with, with the steps of what pranic healing calls protocols. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is phenomenal. This is phenomenal. So I was super pumped. Granted, that book got all, I think I'm on my second year, Hands Can Heal You, because I flipped through that book so many times. There's missing pages. Stuff was flying out after that. So when the instructor came to teach the intro course, we had probably, he says, one of the biggest intros he ever had. We had 42 people and we had them packed in the room and coming outside the room. And um, that was the day that um, I think, gosh, maybe 15, 20, 15 people signed up. And that was the foundation of our chronic healing community in Michigan. It was, it was really, well, on the east side, west side, they had already had a couple classes. So there was some pretty um, already established students on the west side. But for the east side, um, when the store was over in Mount Clemens, yeah, that was, that was it. And then it was just a fast track. People were coming in with stories, this story, that story. We had a doctor that had taken it. Um, Dr. Dillard had taken chronic healing and she would, she had a phenomenal story. And it was just like, you know, uh, people with infertility, um, getting pregnant, people that were colorblind since age 12, now seeing color, people um, that had reading glasses, no longer needed reading glasses, you know, broken bones, healing wounds, you know, it was just you can use pranic healing for anything, coughs, colds, constipation, fever. And right now, um, Master Glenn over on the East Coast, he's a retired pediatric surgeon. He has got some numbers that are just phenomenal with uh, COVID cases. So, you know, the wow. pranic healing has stepped up. I tell you, the masters around the world, they have really, really, really um, um, walked the talk and have been online diligently, you know, guiding the students, getting as many people as they can to, to meditate, to strengthen their aura, bring down their fear level. Um, because we know like science, there's some studies out there that, you know, your immunity is directly affected to your emotional well-being. So if we're in a fight or flight, high stress, high fear, that's gonna directly impact your immunity. So with the whole lockdown and, and just the whole stuff that was surrounding, you know, 20 and 21, you know, it, it was very important that they get out there, have as many people meditate, calm down as possible. So yeah, that's basically how I got into chronic healing. Oh my gosh, I've never heard this story before. And it's yeah. really, really, it's like so incredible. And I can just tell like how much knowledge that you have to share with us. So I appreciate it again for you letting us know all this. So now how would you describe like pranic healing? And like, is there any big differences that it has with Reiki? Cause you know, pranic healing is definitely up and coming, but if anyone has any kind of confusion, like, can you clear the, clear it? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, there, there's, there is a few differences. They both, and you know what, I gotta, I gotta tell you right off the bat, Dr. Yusui, he blazed that trail. He blazed it. You know, there's always people that come before the, the newest, greatest, best thing. And they're the trailblazers without them. You can't incorporate, look at where, where Reiki is in the hospital, 
how um, it, when it's done um, by a skilled practitioner, it's very, it's very calming, it's very soothing, it's very therapeutic, it's, it's extremely useful. So it's, they, they're hand in hand as they both run energy through the body. The practitioner acts as an instrument for this energy. Um, I think they're, the main difference is that pranic healing uses, spends a lot of time on, on cleaning the field before any energizing is, is done. And I believe that there are some schools of Reiki that now do um, a version of sweeping. Because um, when you think about it, Heather, energy is all around us, right? Mm -hmm. So we should all be in tip-top shape, okay? But the fact is that we have blockages within our system, and those blockages are from a number of things. They're from, you know, the, the food that we eat, the emotional state that we're constantly in, um, our environment, you know, if we're in not too healthy of an environment and we're constantly soaking in that energy of that environment day in and day out, that's going to have an effect on our body. And then there's genetics and, you know, our, our thoughts, our thoughts are one of the big things too. And, and then injury traumas, accidents, you know, they happen and sometimes um, energies can get stuck and blocked. So cleaning is a big part of chronic healing. A chronic healing also uses a, um, cookbook approach. So where it, it's almost laid out like a recipe. Step one, you do this. Step two, step three, step four. And, and basically anybody can learn it. Um, Reiki's, I believe the, I, th I took Reiki once and I took it a long mm -hmm. time, time ago. I, well, actually I took it twice. I took level one twice, once in Texas and then once here when I got back. But um, the person hand puts their hand positions or over certain areas of the body and runs energy through it. Um, so that's, that's one difference. There's a lot of cleaning before um, any energizing is done. The protocol, you have protocols for everything. Um, when I don't think Reiki has protocols. Right. So it, yeah. And you also mentioned that pranic healing actually has sweeping. Can you tell us what sweeping is? Because that's something that's not familiar with Reiki. Okay, so um, pranic healing works with three layers of the aura. Now there's now people, there's many layers to the aura, but the ones that directly affect the health of the body, your inner aura, your health rays, and your outer aura. And um, we talk a lot about this in the basic pranic healing class and how to how to clean and scan for each one in those blockages. So the inner aura is the closest to your body, the health rays extend, and everything's interpenetrating from the body. So the sweeping is you are manually taking your hands and from above the person's head, down below their feet, you're doing a sweeping motion. And this has been done throughout many um, traditions. Uh, you see a banana leaf, sometimes you see a feather, Sometimes you see um, there's some traditions that'll wave an egg, you know, around the aura to try and collect in the dirty energy to pull it off. Because that is the most important. Because when you think about it, if you have a traffic jam, you know, you're, you don't want to put more cars in that area. You want to have everything flow. So it's important to really get into the aura, sweep it up and let the energy free it up so the energy can flow again. 
See, I absolutely love that too. And you know, one thing that I loved about pranic healing is that I'm actually doing that sweeping motion with my hands. So it's almost like giving me something to do. Yeah, I'm just kind of like standing there with my hands over them and I absolutely love pranic healing for that reason. So that it actually gives me something to do. And then I feel like, you know, you actually, like you said, cleansing the energy there. You're not just, you know, supplying, you know, new energy, if you will, like how Ricky does. So you also said energizing a few times. So energizing is um, focusing on the area that you want energy to go in. And this is where it kind of go holds hand with Reiki. You know, you put your hand in front of the center that you want to energize you'd breathe, focus on that area and, you know, go ahead and, you know, allow the energy to run through you. There's three entry points that you learn about where energy comes into the body, um, the basic center, the spleen center, and then of course the main entry point would be the crown. And the crown is, is where the Reiki energy comes in. So where Reiki uses the crown energy mostly, Chronic healing draws in um, what you would say maybe different frequencies of energies because the frame, it being um, the frame of the body is built with grosser energy. Um, I don't want to say a lower vibrational energy, but when you think of Gray's anatomy and, and gross anatomy, it's like what the frame needs to be strong. So it utilizes that frequency of energy to make the frame strong where Reiki is just pulling it in directly from the crown and, and going um, that energy as it enters into your client's body, it goes where it's needed. You know, it kind of has that subtle energy has a consciousness of its own. So it tends to go where it's most needed where chronic healing, the facilitator, the practitioner directly, oh, you got a broken bone. We have a protocol for that. We're going to breathe nice and slow. We're going to draw in the energy from our receiving hand and project it out. The projecting hand and um, put it in that area for, you know, healing the bone. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I guess I, I absolutely love that too. And I know that when I was, you know, learning pranic healing, it was really cool when you actually energize someone because then mm -hmm. you could actually, you know, sense the movement. You could actually sense energy going. I absolutely love that. Now, who is like the founder of pranic healing? Cause I know that we talk about, talk about them a lot. Uh, Master Choa Koksui is the founder of modern pranic healing and arhatic yoga. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because I, I really, I really appreciated the fact that he calls himself the modern founder of chronic healing and arhatic yoga, because he, when he's putting together and pulling from all these different traditions, he, he lets you know where he's pulling it from. And it truly blows my mind how, how knowledgeable, and, and if you talk to any of the senior chronic healers and even the instructors, they will always say that Grandmaster Cho was a perpetual student, always reading, always going to the bookstore, always, you know, seeking information. If a title, you know, grabbed his attention, he would, you know, buy it, highlight it. And uh, one of the master chronic healers say that oh, he just wanted to borrow the books with all the highlighted information in it because... He thought he told himself, why do you have to read the whole book? It's all highlighted for me. So, so he was, he was a perpetual student. He was a successful businessman before, you know, the whole pranic healing came about. So he had the ability to um, 
and the opportunity when he was traveling for business to seek out the best clairvoyance and test these um, protocols that he was developing. Yeah, 35 years of research and uh, development went into the protocols that um, make up pranic healing. And, and it just, you know, if you try to explain something um, to somebody who doesn't know anything about energy, that's, that's pretty difficult to do. Mm-hmm. To, to whether a, um, a scientist can understand it and then a regular person off the street you know, that's how, that's how he wanted to write it and to make it so simple and easy to understand. Like, like how you said, how you said it's like a cookbook and that's exactly what it is. If you have an ailment, if you have an issue, then it's like, you literally just look at it like you would a recipe and it tells mm-hmm. you step by step by step what to do. And okay. um, I actually have a couple more questions about him. So I'm not sure if this is true or not. The rumor goes around that he was actually a student of Reiki. Is that true? Um, he, I don't know. I'm sure he studied Reiki. Absolutely. Because he studied everything across the board. Um, what I can tell you is that he had the same birthday as Dr. Masui. Um, and they, uh-huh. And when Master Choa came up with chronic healing or started begun to develop it, he was meditating on the medicine Buddha, Guru Padmasambhava, the founder of Tibetan Buddhism. And Dr. Yusui, I'm sorry, Dr. Yusui was meditating on the medicine Buddha. So there you go. You you can begin to see that they're pulling it from the same lineage, which is that which falls under the, you know, lineage of compassion and mercy to help heal the world. So Oh my goodness. Oh, I, I find it so interesting. And so like another question that I have too, and because, you know, I'm not, obviously you, you are the guru. You are the expert to this. Oh, don't say that. I am not, I'm not your guru. No, I know exactly. We got to talk about Tony Robbins here in a little bit, but one thing that I noticed, or at least I, I vaguely remember a little bit is that with Reiki, it seems that, you know, probably because it's been around for so many years, you know, now you can go ahead and, you know, teach Reiki. There's so many Reiki masters they're everywhere. You can get a $12 class online and all of a sudden you can go ahead and teach Reiki, but pranic healing's not that way. Right. So if you learn pranic healing, you can heal, you can heal others, but you can't teach. Is that correct? Well, when you, when you take basic chronic healing, which is the, which is the entry level class, um, you, you absolutely go out and, and heal your friends, your family, um, yourself, and, uh, you know, get yourself in order and keep your aura strong and clean. So you can have health, vitality, and lots of energy. Um, the, t- the teaching is a little bit different. They want you to really understand the foundation. That's why I love teaching basic chronic healing because it is so important. That class alone, and this 2009, I had started reading Edgar Casey when I was like 19. I read all his books and then Ruth Montgomery, I was like in the old school. And um, I-, I was really getting a, a grasp on um on what these seven chakras were and, and, you know, how they spin and in this, but in the basic chronic healing class, as you're looking how energy moves through the physical body um, and how you have an etheric double, it, it totally filled in so many pieces for me. And that first class was so pivotal people, people, I want people to walk out of there um, like full 
you know, oh, information, yeah. full of information so they can digest it. So that foundational class and then that next class is um, advanced chronic healing. And that's when you're incorporating now um, in the first class, we use white prana, which has all the colors. But then the second class, you're focusing on um, the colors, the seven spectrum, the seven colors. And then there's other colors that kind of come into play. And they're pulled um, from different chakras. And again, they're, you know, directed with certain protocols to help facilitate even quicker healing. So that's that second layer. The third layer of the third class is chronic psychotherapy. And that deals strictly with um, fears and phobias. So you can really pinpoint, like I said, a cookbook approach, you can really pinpoint somebody's um, ailment or what they're suffering from or what their problem is and, and target what needs to be done with chronic healing. Um, that's another difference too with Reiki. You're strictly going after the root cause of what the person suffers from. And then, um, so that's the third. And then of course, you've got your other classes, which is kind of like your fun ones. You've got crystal healing, which you learn how to, uh, to communicate with crystals as well as use them as the wonderful tools that they are to aid and assist you in the process of energy healing. Um, and then there is one that's called psychic self-defense, which basically focuses on strengthening your aura so that when you walk into a place, and I know this is, is a complaint of so many individuals that you're not automatically getting smacked with the energy of the place that mingles so deeply with your aura that if you happen to have any kind of anxiety, stress, or worry in your aura, beware, because it's going to amplify and you're just going to be a bundle of, of um, you're going to become a mess and you're going to want to leave that place ASAP where it teaches you how to strengthen your aura, protect your aura. So when you walk in, you definitely know it's the space, not you. So, oh, yes. Yeah. I feel like that is, that is so needed, especially nowadays, you know what I mean? Because, you know, we have people that are so sensitive and then they mm -hmm. don't even realize, you know, why they're having that, why they're having that anxiety. Right. Now, are you actually one of them that can actually teach the classes? I am. I am. I'm an instructor. It took me, <laughs> it took me, I, I've taken um, most of the classes that I was eligible to take. Um, and yeah, and then you go through a, uh, a shadowing process, which you have to apprentice so many classes. And then um, they, they say, okay, you're, you're good to teach. So even though I've been doing this, oh my gosh, I just counted 10 years. I'm only a level one, um, but I have started my second apprenticeship to do advanced. So I'm pretty excited about that. This is where you have to like prove case studies. Like you've actually helped people get better. You do. Um, that first level of certification, was, which is associate certified chronic healer, you have to have 25 cases, five psychotherapy, and 10 um, what they call advanced cases and then 10 minor cases. The advanced and psychotherapy cases have to be shown improvement by 85 or more percent. So yeah. And then you're scanned, your energy is scanned because when you think about it, Heather, what's the point of, of having a, a school of energy but having practitioners out there that can't produce the results? Yes. 
So it, it's, it was very important to Grandmaster that this be all put in place after all this research and study because he, the protocols work. They're amazing. They're amazing. And that's exactly, and I know that he went through a lot of trials and studying to make sure that he perfected these oh, protocols. Yeah. Absolutely. And we have a photo of him in, in the class. And I always ask people, how, how old does this, this gentleman look? You know, and I point to the teacher and, and you know, it's always like, oh, 60, 65. I'm like, no, he's 35 here. And it just goes to show that when you're mixing colors, colored energies, there are some that are, when combined in the right proportion, create miraculous results. But there are others that have... Um, a very destructive um, properties on the cell at a cellular level, and they can quickly age the body. You know, so it, yeah. Yes, I, I, I should include like a link um, to his picture so you guys could actually see what we're talking about too. Because yeah, <laughs> I, I remember the pictures; so they're all over the place. And when I found yeah. out, I was like, "What?" So yeah. like, I feel like he almost like did that for us because he had to go through a trial and error process, maybe you know. Oh yeah, he was all about the safety, all about the safety. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, what I absolutely love, and I have so much respect for parent healing is because like you had to almost like prove, you know, like mm -hmm. I know what I am doing, you know, I've had all these cases and it's just like, okay, if you've helped one person or two people get, you know, get better, you know, some people might say that's a coincidence, but you have like a whole entire book of people that you have helped. And it's just yeah. like stunning. It's like the proof is right here. Yeah. So can you share with us like a story that's maybe in that book or a story of healing that like comes to your mind that that I have done or I have received anywhere? Yeah. Any which way, like a cool story that really shows like, wow, it's just really amazing how pranic healing works. We've already gotten one story, you know, with your finger and how you came oh. into it. But like, what is it like the coolest story that you've heard or that you've experienced? <laughs> OK, so. I had uh, a customer come in and this was when the mind's eye was in Mount Clemens and um, she had come in and she was limping and uh, I had asked her, I said, oh, you know, and me being a new chronic healer, I think I had only taken uh, level one and two. So I was all excited and like, oh, you know, I see that you're limping. Are you in pain? And she's like, no, um, you know, it's it just, I don't know it had been there a while, you know, I think she was a yoga teacher and, um, I had scanned cause we're taught to, we're taught to scan. So I activated my hand centers and I kind of scanned in the area and I could perceive that she had some kind of like uh, protrusion out of her field. So when I went and I, I grabbed it and I kind of clamped it like an umbilical cord. And then I just, you know, made the intention to cut and I, pulled it out gently, um, her eyes just like popped wide and she was like, what did you do? What did you do? And I said, I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh no, uh, you know, um, I said, I did. well, I perceived there was like, it felt like a cord and I pulled it out. Here she had, you know, spent many years as a caretaker. And when I just kind of pulled that cord out, um, that energy was released and that hip was free. So she was able to, yeah. But th th there are so many, there's so many stories. Um, early on when my kids would get hurt, you know, you know, I'd be like, mom, 
I burnt myself. I'm like, okay, come on up here. And I'd be like flipping through my book. And my son was like, mom, you're too happy. I'm hurt, you know? (laughs) Well, just a minute. We got a protocol for that, you know, or bloody noses, stopping bloody noses. You know, one time I had family members that were constipated and and it's a matter of like, do you want to go to the bathroom here or do you want to go when you get home? Because it's going to (laughs) happen. You just need to know like uh, the intensity of the energy, you know, do you want to, what's your, what's your drive home? 20 minutes. Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bringing fevers down. Um, Oh gosh. I was even on those. uh, I think it was 2017. I went out to Dallas to meet my husband. who was out at a conference out there and we got on those scooters and it was during the day. So there was no alcohol involved. And we wanted to scooter over to, uh, do you remember this? We wanted to scooter over to the grassy knoll where I Kennedy think got I knew, shot. Yeah, I keep on telling it. Yeah, and, and we were looking for scooters because it was a Sunday morning and Saturday night, they were all driven and kind of like none of, there were many that weren't charged. So we were looking for one and my husband's like, I found one. Well, I had to, I, they were doing construction and I, kind of tried to make the turn and my wheel got caught. I flipped over the handlebars. My tooth went through my lip and, you know, I popped up and of course, you know, anything on the face, is going to be a gusher. So my, I had a white coat on and it was just like, you know, red all over. And, uh, my husband's eyes turned around and like, Oh my God, what did you do? And I'm like, I fell. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Oh my gosh, is my tooth and my tooth is okay. So we get in the car and and it was funny because there was a point that my solar plexus was just so like, I looked down at my coat, I started getting upset. I liked the coat, but then I thought, nope, you know what, before I get upset about the coat, let me just focus on this protocol. So I went to my mobile app, my chronic healing mobile app, and I did the protocol for fresh wound and uh, sealed up the cut on both sides. And then within four days, um, it was the scab flaked off and it was gone. I do have it's the little scar right there where my tooth went through. But, um, and that's just and you, a funny story. If I would have used the right proportion of a certain color, I wouldn't have that. And I remember thinking, I'm just going to give it a little more, which the protocol didn't call for a little more, Jen. So oh. I probably would have not have a little scar there if I would have used, followed the protocol, follow the recipe. You know, oh <laughs> so we sealed it up and then, um, cause we had plans to go to a casino that, and, and Jim's like, oh my gosh, are we going to have to get stitches? And I'm like, no, hon, we're not just, you know, let's get some wipes. Let's wipe up our change. And, you know, it was, I was good to go. I was home and. <laughs> oh my gosh. I absolutely love it. And I just love to, it shows you like pranic healing, you know, it has, it's really, really good for those people. I think that just love a step-by-step thing, you know, that are maybe more logical and grounded people, people who, you know, don't like, so like, they want to know, they want to be more mm-hmm. involved. I feel like that's really good for pranic healers. So now we already kind of talked about it. Like we kind of mentioned it earlier. So I want to make sure that we come back to it. We talked about Tony Robbins. Uh-huh. So Tony Robbins, like everyone knows Tony Robbins. So now has Pranic Healing gotten that big to where now Tony Robbins even even knows Pranic Healing? You know what? I think Tony Robbins has has been healed. He, he's very familiar with uh, with Pranic Healing. He he has enjoyed regular healings by uh, Master Co. 
Um, and just, I think it was what, Sunday or Monday, uh, Master Co was live with him in Florida and did meditation twin hearts with over a million people. And that is our flagship meditation. And um, if you'd like, Heather, I've got a link to what meditation there that what meditation twin hearts is. And it is, it is a dynamic meditation, meaning that it actually transforms your aura. It, it takes it from a state of, if you can think of like wispy cotton candy, it takes it from that state. And if done regularly, it'll take you to like a nice little, um, a jello surrounding to where Ooh. it's, it's still very pliable. It's healthy. It's resilient. And it's a good boundary. It's, it builds up nicely. Um, so it's a dynamic meditation. There's a portion there for um, cleaning. There's a portion in there for forgiveness, which is usually a big part. A lot of times our blockages within our aura have a lot to do with forgiveness. And sometimes it's not towards other people, it's forgiving ourselves. And then the last part, um, which everybody chases after is that um, portion of stillness where you're just still and you allow that peace, that inner bliss, that inner peace to come in and, and just take you up and out to the inner world. So, yeah. And I love that meditation too, because it's one of the meditations that I've noticed that you not only benefit from, but there's that part where others benefit. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like almost like it brings you, you know, one with consciousness, if you will, to where you send love, you know what I mean, to the earth. And I think it makes it not just about you during this meditation, it makes you about the oneness that we all are. And I think right. that's why that it might be such a high vibrating, powerful and potent meditation, if you will. Right. So using, using the, the twin hearts, your crown being your spiritual heart, your heart center being your um, physical heart, it utilizes both of them and you bless the earth and you use the universal prayer of St. Francis. So, yeah. Oh, yes. And I will, I will definitely link it in the show notes too. If you have not tried the twin hearts meditation, you definitely, definitely have to try it out. Oh my gosh. So, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff I still want to talk to you about. Like I can talk to you about this like forever and ever. So what is going on with panic healing nowadays? So are you still doing classes? I am. Um, I, my next class is February 26th and 27th. And, and we, have, we are at the Theosophical Society in Berkeley. And um, which is super cool because a lot of the books Grandmaster Choa recommended um, are from the Theosophical Society. You know, when they brought the chakra system over to the West, um, a lot of people ask, they talk about the chakras. We go into depth in the, in the class about the chakras and, and, you know, that seven chakra model, when it was brought over, it was designed for safety for simplicity and for um, easy remembering. So seven colors of the rainbow, seven days of the week. Um, so it's, it's amazing because not all traditions, there's some, in some traditions, there's nine, in some traditions, there's um, 11. We use the 11, there's 14, there's 25. They didn't say there was just only seven. But during Grandmaster's research, there were 11 that he um, identified as having 
a direct connection to the health and vitality of the physical body. And that's what we use. That's what basic chronic healing, you know, that's what chronic healing is all about. Basic, vital, health, vitality, energy of the body. So that's, we use the 11 model. So the, all the books that are at the Theosophical Society, um, it's pretty cool to teach there because we can pull books off the shelf and say, you know, reference them. It's, it's really neat. Oh my gosh. So yes, if anyone's interested in taking the class, I highly suggest it. I know that Jen is absolutely the best teacher too. So, and I know she loves it. So definitely I'll put that link in the show notes. And so now before we go, where can everyone find you? If they wanted to like reach out to you to learn more, you know, do you have a website? Are you on Facebook? Where do you hang out? I am on Facebook, um, pranabasics.com. Prana and then basics.com. Um, that's the website. I'm on Facebook, the same link. You can text me. I can also be found at pranakealing.com. Um, that's where the class links are. Um, intros, we have a few intros coming up. We also have in-person clinics as well. Those are now um, the practitioners that do those clinics and meditation nights. They're now doing them in person again. Rose Fritch has them um, in Royal Oak. She's doing a healing clinic. Um, where is she doing a healing clinic? She just changed. Oh, at the, at the Theosophical Society there on Woodward. And Carrie Viviano, she is doing a in-person healing clinic and meditations at the Gross Point Unitarian Church. Um, so, yep, you can find all that. Oh, and then... Um, meetup chronic healing michigan has a meetup yeah yes definitely check out the meetup um meetup.com and look at the pranic healing um group that is amazing obviously this is all in michigan yes but i know if you are in michigan it's definitely worth the drive because not only do you learn so much about pranic healing that could help out yourself your family your friends as you can detest from all of the amazing um you know, amazingness that um, Jen has um, proven to us today, but you can also meet those people that will just really help, you know, complete your spiritual journey to help you, you know, go to the next step. And that's one thing that I really love taking away from pranic healing is the people that I met in class too, that I still keep in touch with who are turning into those butterflies that we talked about earlier. <laughs> so I'll put all that information in the show notes. So definitely check it out. Even if you're just um, feeling to be led, because at least everyone has to have at least one pranic healing, healing done. Yeah. Don't you agree? Everyone needs to I have do. At least I one do. Of those and you know what? It's, it's really cool to, um, to, to experience um, that at a healing clinic or um a meditation, you know, sometimes when people have got like, like I said, the lady walked into the store, she, she had a limp or sometimes after meditation, if you go to the facilitator and say, oh my gosh, you know, I have this, you know, they'll quickly scan and, and kind of, um, you can see how easy energy is removed off the body. It's, it's, it's just super cool, super comprehensive, super easy to learn. And like I said, I, I love teaching basic chronic healing because it's so important to have people understand that, you know, that during, let's say, um, you know, people have to understand their circulatory system. People should understand their digestive system, you know, definitely the respiratory system these days, you know, how it works and how to protect it and how to boost it up. 
but energy, their energy system, you know, they, they know it's there. They can, some of them can feel it. Some of them use it to help them navigate their day. Um, but they don't necessarily know how it works and how it relates to the health of the body. And that's what I like sharing and connecting that with people. You know, this is how it works. You know, when you're feeling like this, it's because this, when you have this experience, you know, look at this. So yeah, there's a lot of interaction, a lot of experimentation during the class. Um, so people walk away with a real good, healthy understanding of what their energy system does and what it can do and how it helps to protect them. So, yeah. Oh, I just absolutely love it. Thank you so much, Jen. I You're welcome. So, so much for all the knowledge that you have just showered us with. So. <laughs> and thank you. My everyone. pleasure. Yes. And then thank you everyone for um, tuning in. Definitely check out Jen, check out the classes just to even see how you feel about chronic healing when you enter the website to see if it's something that you actually need to have done um, or perhaps even take the class even like I do so that you can help out your kiddos, your little ones, your husbands, so that we can, um, you know, be the, our own healers. Yes. Yeah. That was one of Grandmaster's vision was to have a chronic healer in every family. Oh, see, that is good. That is good. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jen. We're going to have to have you on. We have so much more to talk about. We have to have okay. you on again. All right. All right. Well, you have a great one, Jen. And thank you everyone for tuning in and we will see you soon. Uh, thanks, Heather. Bye.